0: Hello, podcast community. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 18. We're going to be talking about the essential online dating tips for women. And I hope that you enjoy this show. We are going to have a few live shows coming up that we're going to be posting the podcast for with Michelle's sister will be one and a couple of our cycling friends who have done online dating. And welcome to the show. Hello, wisdom community. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Uh, We're coming on at a different day this week. I had a holiday on Monday. So we're here at Wednesday, 620. Um, We're going to be talking about the essential online dating tips for women Oh my co-host just chimed in and Michelle is coming on in three two one is Michelle there
1: Hello you've got yoga Michelle tonight so Lord yogurt knows what...
0: <laughs> yogurt Michelle yes Lord
1: knows what might come out of my mouth.
0: <clears throat> is that hot yoga?
1: That's what she said <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That was hot yoga, and man, I'll hot. tell you what, I had to put a towel down on my couch because I didn't have time to change, so it's all pretty good. Right.
0: Well, you know, you get wet and wild.
1: Hot and sweaty, hot, hot and
0: sweaty. And swe- hot and sweaty, wet and wild, that's what <laughs> hot yoga is all. I actually liked hot yoga a lot. Uh, we, we had a hot yoga studio here in Claremont that uh, I used to go to, but uh, they kind of they folded up, I think, during COVID. Yeah. But uh, I think a, I think a lot of, in the Claremont Yoga Studio, they went bust during COVID also. Mm. Uh, so that was, that was no yeah. good. But I actually liked hot yoga. I actually think I felt like I was elongated. I felt when I walked out, I feel so like loose and limber and like, I feel taller than I normally am. And so it was like, yeah, I love that feeling.
1: Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with it so far. It's only my second week, um, so the jury's out. But I do feel, I think it's helping my um, my skin, my circulation, my my hips. I felt super tight after riding on mm. Sunday when I went yesterday. So I try to go two or three times a week, and then I've it been also, working. It also
0: kind of has a, a pseudo-sauna effect.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that sauna effect is kind of a nice thing. I mean, you know, you walk in and, you know, and sometimes it feels a little stifling, like, whoa, that is hot. Yes, And it is hot. Then then once you kind of grind through the first 10 minutes, it's like, okay, I can do this. I don't know, man.
1: The the middle of it, when you're doing all the standing strength poses, oh, man, when we get to, to that, I looked at the girl in front of me, I'm like, how are you not dripping with sweat? But then she wasn't doing all of it. She was laying down on, on the ground for a good portion There's of it. There's something
0: about women when they get to that menopausal part of their life where they just don't sweat.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that's normally me. I don't sweat. But I go to hot yoga, I freaking sweat. It's brutal. Well, that's good. But you got
0: to cr- crank open those pores.
1: Yeah, well, what happened last night, though? I went too late. I did the 630. And um I woke up at like midnight with a freaking sweat, like like I was actually in hot yoga. <laughs> that was probably menopause related, but
0: when, when I start when up. I started going in hot weather bike riding, I have that <clears throat> I will basically sleep with no blankets or anything because my body is like venting heat. Oh, yeah, that's you know,
1: exactly
0: what it's like. Yeah, like, like a heat pump. Well, well, everyone who's joining us, we're, we're, we're kind of chit-chatting. But uh, today we're going to be talking about essential online dating tips for women. Uh, when looking at the different analytics for our podcast, you know, thing that I do every so often, I was quite surprised that the women-themed podcast seemed to be getting significantly more airplay than ones that were more general in nature. So we're gonna to try to orient gonna to try to orient the podcast to our main demographic, which is women in their forties, fifties, and sixties. And then in addition to that, hopefully have some live interviews like we did with your friends a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we have another one after this with your sister, which should be yeah. interesting. Yeah
1: oh it surely huh? will. And then, how, many t- how many times newsflash. has your sister Wait How many
0: second. times has your sister been married?
1: Oh, just once. Oh, she just once. Single since she was 40, and she is uh how old am I? Um 54. She is 62. Going. Yeah. She's 62 or she's 63. I don't know. I start I start, I lose count after a while. My oldest sister is exactly 10 years older than me. Gotcha. So I think she's nine years older than me. That would bring her to 63, but she'll be pissed if she's out here listening. And (laughs) I'm adding a year on to her Michelle has
0: no clue how old her siblings are.
1: Oh, crazy. Um, Hey, and two, I was talking to um, a girl named Chrissy, who is a friend of a friend, and... I'm super excited because they are doing a dating challenge, a six-week dating challenge, and I am setting up a meeting with them next week um, to chat about what we want to do, but I think it would be amazing to follow their experience. So they got six weeks, and they have some kind of point system, like if you... Kiss the guy, you get so many points. If he buys you coffee, it's so many points. If he buys you <laughs> dinner, it's so oh many God. points. So, but you know what? How much fun is that? So That's actually kind of cool. They were calling it the Summer Lovin' Challenge. Summer oh Lovin' yes, Challenge. Yes. I love the Grease reference.
0: I do. Summer Lovin'. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> I only saw Grease about a hundred times. My Same. Favorite- My niece's favorite movie was Grease. And every time I go babysitter, it's like, what are we watching? We're watching Grease. Well, it was
1: my favorite movie when I was like 10. And then have you seen Top Gun Maverick yet?
0: No, we're going to see it tomorrow, possibly.
1: Oh, balls! for all the people that are our age. Every every
0: time I every time I tried to find one in, you know, the IMAX or a better theater, there was like nowhere to have two seats together. So it was just you know it. I think once the buzz started on that, it's like it was harder and harder to get tickets.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it opened Thursday. I saw it Friday, and we had tickets at five ten, like front and center. Well, not front and center, like mid, um, mid of the theater, right in the center. It was it was it was pretty darn awesome. I like so. the,
0: I like the ones that have the the big Barca lounger chairs because, you know, I'm six three, and it's like. Yeah, it's no good. Some of those, some of those seatings, they're not made for. It's like, it's like coach seating in Southwest. They're definitely not made for people over six feet tall.
1: <laughs> no, we were in uh, the AMC. I think it's a fairly new theater. So, nice. yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, anyway, exactly. we digress. So for, for those of you on. who
0: might be new to our podcast here on Wisdom, I'm Eric, and that's Michelle, and Hi. we have a podcast where we talk about online dating. As we've gotten a little bit on the older side, 40s, 50s, and 60s, uh, usually uh, most of the people it seems that we've had conversations with are have been married, have children, probably empty nesters. Um, they're moving on to the second relation, hopefully the the second relationship in their life. So it was uh, it's been kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, with the exception of my brother, who I have to give you an update, he is very um, fond of the girl that he met on Hinge. Thanks to thanks to our podcast, he had nice. no idea about Hinge. So
0: nice, that's a good yes. thing. And then we had our we had your friends Pamela and Scott. Uh, I received a message from Pamela through Facebook, I think, and she was just thanking me for you know coming on to the show, but I just, I thought that they were a fantastic couple.
1: I agree. I I think,
0: you know, we're going to try to, you know, it's like, there's a lot of other podcasts out there that are oriented for people that are on the older side, forties, fifties, but it seems like it's always a, uh, how should I say a bitch session? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that's why we always, that's why we thought having a male and female voice on a podcast would be better than having two or three women telling about all the train wreck dates that they've had, you know, and of course, you know, they're using, they're using, you know, apps like Tinder. And it's like, well, you're not exactly, <laughs> you're not exactly going to be finding people looking for the long-term relationships on Tinder, you know, in places like that. So,
1: Although we went, read that one article and I think there were one or two that met on Tinder. So you can't discount it. But no, I think you're discuss. better off finding somebody that's serious. So
0: But you know, the the I think I I had a Tinder account when I first uh became single and it the profiles aren't too deep. <laughs> you know, people really? people really don't write a whole lot about themselves there.
1: Well, I, imagine, maybe, I
0: imagine it's the same nowadays.
1: Yeah. Um I think that you know there's New new ones coming out all the time, uh, but I think even the older ones are kind of piggybacking off of what the newer ones are doing. That's what I would assume. I wouldn't know firsthand because I've not been on Tinder or Plenty of Fish, but it would be interesting. Plenty, plenty of Fish is one that I've it.
0: never ventured onto because every person that I've talked to said it's just a train wreck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you well, know. like I said, you got to invest. Invest in yourself. I got you know, a client back east who yeah. was in his mid sixties, and he did a dating service, which was definitely more expensive than an app. But he literally kind of a, kind had of a match, somebody, a matchmaker
0: in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there used, there used he, to be a a woman who was a matchmaker here in LA, and uh, and she had a show, and I remember. I remember watching that show. I can't remember what the heck her name was. Um, you know, but it was just, it always, it, it definitely felt like it was an exclusive matchmaking service that, you know, was probably more on the pricey side.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I think he was struggling. And um, he had oh. just come off a breakup with a girl that he was with for like five years that he met through a friend. And um, he decided to go that route and was successful. So there's lots of ways to um, meet people out there today. It's just you got to think out of the box sometimes. So yeah,
0: and and one of the points of emphasis that at least I project is spend the twenty bucks, spend the twenty nine dollars for one month for premium access. Not a year. Not a year. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle likes it. To- well, Michelle likes the long game for six months or a year. But. Well, that's
1: because I might, I might be on it for like two weeks, and then I'm like, ugh, I don't even think two weeks. Maybe like a few days, and then I'm like, ugh, I'm so over this, and then I go off, and then it might be another <coughs> month until I get on there. But, I mean, reality is it's a numbers game. So if you want to really truly it's find a- somebody, I think you got to hustle. You got to make it like a part-time Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm a firm believer that, you know, pay the premium, pay the premium service. You know, if you send a message out and, and you get nothing back but a giant echo chamber, you don't hear anything. A, maybe they're not interested. B, maybe they're not paid up as a premium member, so they can't reply. And so it's like, that's when what you just said is absolutely correct. And then it becomes kind of a numbers game. Whereas you, you send out a handful of emails and hope that you get, you know, someone interesting who's geographically desirable, you know, coming back at you. Yep. But pay for the premium membership. I personally think do 30 days because after 30 days, you're, you're just tired of the same old, message back, you know, you send, you send out a nice message, a paragraph long, you know, saying, hey, I read your profile, you got great pictures, it looks like we have things in common. And then you get back, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, I, the hey, how you doing message, oh my God. It's like, I wanna burn my eyeballs out of my head. I've seen that <laughs> one so much. Or you get the hi back, I mean, I know, Hitting H and I within a half a second of each other. I know that was excruciating, but if you can't put a little bit of effort into responding back to, you know, uh, a person who might be interested in you, that tells me all I need to know about you. The effort given sometimes in the response will tell you the effort that that person is willing to give possibly in a relationship. Yeah. So if they're giving you the bare minimum, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, and, and as my friend on Instagram, Piper Lou says, if he has five photos, look for the ugliest photo. That's who's showing up for coffee.
1: Yeah. For sure. <laughs>
0: that's who's showing up for coffee.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so funny.
0: Absolutely. And she's absolutely correct. (laughs) So let's get into the essential online dating tips for women. I have my voice back, you know, which is good. Yes, I I sound sound like Brenda Vaccaro last week. I know you still don't know who that is. (laughs) Nope. Someone right now at home is cracking up with the Brenda Vaccaro reference. So trust me, they are. Okay. Okay, so number one, be confident. Don't approach online dating submissively. It's scary to admit that you're looking for that special someone, but don't forget, your blind date is auditioning as much as you are. If you walk into your date with a genuine desire to learn about the other person, have a pleasant conversation, and had inner confidence of what you bring to the potential partnership, you will feel a lot more comfortable meeting strangers. Remember, they are probably just as nervous as you are. Don't forget you want to assess it. Oh, you want to assess if you like them. Don't worry so much about them liking you. And I promise you won't feel as nervous. You know, the confidence, being confident is an important part of the equation. But sometimes people who are online dating, they're they're a little bit more they can be a little bit more on the introverted side. So actually venturing out to a coffee date or, or maybe even something more sporty, like a a hike or a walk or something like that, you know, it takes a lot of effort for someone like that to do that. Uh, For sure.
1: I don't know. I've always looked forward to, um, meeting new people regardless. And I think I probably felt less awkward doing it because as a business owner, for many, many years. I. What are you doing, Eric?
0: Nothing. I'm, I'm doing a Michelle. What am <laughs> sounds I doing? Like,
1: sounds like you're either going to the bathroom or pouring yourself some water.
0: I'm pouring <laughs> myself a Spindrift lemon drink.
1: There you go. There you go. Anyway. Tinkin, tinkin um,
0: tango. this one. <laughs>
1: tinkin, tango. Um, <clears throat> what the heck was I just saying? Menopause. I prayer. don't know. Oh. About meeting new people. So anyway, when I first started my own business back in 2005, I used to have to go to all of these networking meetings where I didn't know. Oh, yeah. And yep. I think I got over it fast. Um, I might have been a little timid, but then I'm like, why am I being timid? Like, I'm just here being me. So I don't really give a crap what other people think about me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I did. I did the Chamber of Commerce things for many a decade, as well as being part. When I was in Upland, I was part of the downtown business community forum and things like that. You know, and it's in being out and just representing your business or your company and, and meeting new people that way. That definitely can translate when you're online dating and you're meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, the, you know, the, uh, have you ever had, have you ever gone out with someone and then they just kind of broke out in flop sweat?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Oh my, that happened to me one time and it was like, kind of like
1: a girl.
0: Yeah. A girl. She was like, so freaking nervous that it's wow. like, she, start, she started just like perspiring and then it was just like, it, it got it. And it was, like, one of those things, like, I could see in her eyes that that's all she was thinking about, like, the beads of sweat rolling down her face.
1: She might have been in menopause, man.
0: She might have been having a hot flash, actually. Totally. Uh, you know what? I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, guys need to take a course on menopause. If you're dating a menopausal woman, you need to be doing a little research. Boom. And if she is perimenopause, probably even more so. Cause that's when like the the swings happen. And then um you know, in in menopause, sometimes things settle, sometimes you're still going through shit. So
0: I, I remember watching a Sex in the City where Samantha was giving a speech and all of a sudden she was having a hot flash. Ugh. Oh. She just started it, sweating. It could be brutal.
1: I mean, I was fortunate. So I, was like, yeah, I really didn't. You know
0: what? You're absolutely right. I bet you that was it. I what was it that?
1: You pass. broke up a little bit.
0: But yeah, she was definitely uh, embarrassed. Was-
1: Uh-oh. Losing you, Eric. I'm turning my Wi-Fi off.
0: I'm embarrassed, Are you- but it- it was like oh well you know i it, i it didn't <laughs> oh, poor Chell, girl. Are, you, are you using your are you are you using your earbuds
1: no, i'm actually not
0: okay, yeah turn the wi-fi yeah, off for I some did. reason if there's if there's any dip, if there's any dip in the wifi it it'll it'll lag the uh well like audio. i told
1: you i've been having all kinds of problems today, so um well yeah there's that's,
0: that that's what he, that's what he said
1: All right. right. So number two, don't drag it out. I used to let guys send me several electronic messages back and forth before meeting up in person. Then I started realizing that many men are are very eloquent online, but too shy or too socially awkward to really spark any chemistry in real life. Once I got wise to this, I'd start to notice that the men who wrote super long messages, Eric Wibborn, were often the ones most reluctant to meet me in person as they knew they weren't bringing a lot of assets aside from their writing ability. What? Yeah. That's not right. I don't know about that. No,
0: that's one thing. They haven't seen The Moneymaker.
1: There you go. (laughs) Then I switched to making sure the messages were shorter after just a few messages. I would initiate asking to meet for coffee. Not surprisingly, some never wrote back. Others agreed and we found out during the meeting that we didn't have any chemistry. Better to meet sooner rather than later so that the encounter doesn't drag out and you waste time writing back and forth. Why would you invest time becoming emotionally attached to someone through their writing and words if you would never click once you meet in person? True. establish an interest in each other and then don't drag it out. Get that Im- initial meeting over with as soon as you can and just as importantly, never continue dating someone after the first date because you feel bad for them. That's my sister. Oh my god. If they persist, be honest and say, "I had a great time, but I don't see us together romantically." You need to cut those strings loose immediately. Nothing good can come of this situation. Not to mention you're bringing in a drain on your time and energy. I have to tell you, on multiple occasions I snagged my sister's phone and I texted the guy and I'm like, look, you know what? I think you're really nice, but I just am not feeling um, a connection with you. Right. And then they would respond back with something. Oh, you know, what was it? What was it? Kind of like that girl did to you. And I'm like, you you gotta tell me, You me. you
0: gotta tell me what's wrong with me.
1: There was just no chemistry. But I agree with that. Like, why drag it out? I mean,
0: I mean, one, one of the things that I recommend for women is most people have a Gmail account. And so Gmail, <laughs> Gmail has Hangouts, which is now uh, Google Chat. And Google oh, yeah. Chat, through Google Chat, you have the ability through an email address to do, you know, like a FaceTime, a video. The nice thing about it is if you're on iPhone and they're on Android, it doesn't matter, you know, just as long as you have a Gmail account. So set up a separate Gmail account for your your dating life, you know, and and then I've actually been asked once I send a message or two, and then there's a common interest before we meet, they want to FaceTime or they want to, you know, hey, do you have a Gmail account? Sure, I do. Send me your Gmail account. I'll send you an invite. And then we'll, we'll, we'll FaceTime on, on Google Chat. Hmm. And so, and honestly, what that is more than anything, they want to, A, know that you're real, that you're not some dude trying to scam her. Yeah. Or, and B, they want to know that you look somewhat like the photos that you've posted and you're not pulling the old, I'm going to post photos <laughs> from 10 years ago. So
1: that's funny. Yeah.
0: It happens all the time, but I found now at least uh, some women, they don't, they don't waste any time. They're like, Hey, I want to FaceTime, but you know, yeah, sure. I'll meet you for coffee, but Hey, let's FaceTime, you know, just for five minutes and uh, just say hello. So that we, you know, I know, I know that you're who you say and vice versa. Yeah. So, agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I never did that. I would just, like, like I mentioned before, I was in the middle of a 12 week challenge with, um, Oh yeah. A group. So all of my dates were pretty much on, um, either going to Starbucks, um, or, well, that's the one I tried to go on a bike ride,
0: <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> which is kind of funny, but then the other one was hikes. So those are good. Uh, yeah. I. So I think so. As long as you're in an area that's open, you know, I don't know. I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, mm, that probably wasn't the smartest idea because we were pretty much the only ones out there.
0: So <laughs> this is actually a funny one. Uh, number three, have a sense of humor. Attitude is everything. I kept a brief blog during two few periods of online dating in two different states Wow, this guy sounds like a player. It was the only way to keep everything in perspective and to keep my friends entertained. I would post the messages I would receive online, some of which led me to blocking the writers or comment on weird dates I'd been on. Oh, my goodness. Most notable. Go ahead. the, The guy who was obsessed with turtles and the guy who wanted to talk about his nightmares. Oh, my God. Here's a tip. If a guy has to write no crazies, please, in his profile, you do not want to hang out with him since he clearly is a magnet for drama.
1: True story.
0: Yeah. You will go out on a weird date at least once, but probably more than once. That's why I recommend coffee or something noncommittal. You don't <laughs> want to be stuck at a dinner table. You need to prepare yourself for now. And instead of turning this into a pity party, why do I always get the weirdos? You need to change your attitude to, I can't wait to tell my friends about this. Actually, oh my that's gosh. kind of fun. That's kind Can of fun. I-
1: can I talk about the text messages that I sent you earlier? Cause this kind of falls right into play.
0: I or didn't do we want to do I, that didn't totally I, didn't re- I didn't read them. You, you sent me too many.
1: I know. I'm sorry. Or do you want to read them as another podcast? Cause they're pretty no. and hilarious. Uh, go ahead. So this girl, so I'm in this Facebook group for, it's like a divorce group support for women. And she says, recently joined Facebook dating. So for fun, what's the worst pickup line you've seen? For me, it was, I'll ruin your lipstick, not your mascara.
0: That's a good one.
1: And then everybody was kind of posting. um, Worst in person. I was in college and knew this guy. We were standing in line for breakfast. Your eyes are beautiful. They're like the color of lake water, which is cool because I like to fish. (laughs) oh you have nice eyebrows um okay that one's not that bad uh I i've been told that i have nice eyebrows word, one word first message milf and she goes bye bye um uh, blah, blah, blah. there was one i forget she posted some song runaway june How, oh you know what would look good on top of you oh mm. no oh no <laughs> Date. Oh no. Would you date a man with a high sex drive? I love the comeback. Would you date a woman with heavy periods? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh. a squirrel trying to find a nut or bust a nut and there's a picture of um different positions, sexual positions that are drawn in uh black and white. And then I think there's one more. I got this yesterday. Are you a keyboard? Because you're just my type.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. These are really bad.
1: All right. Hey, and I was at the shore a long time ago. I was in my twenties.
0: The Jersey shore.
1: The Jersey shore. I was in stone Harbor. We were cutting some rug at Fred's tavern and I'm with all my girlfriends and this guy comes up and he's like, Hey, do you like apples? I don't oh, like. No. Yeah. And he is this goes, a good?
0: Is this a Goodwill Hunting reference?
1: Oh, uh, I have no idea. Um, I never remember movie lines. He goes, "How about coming back to my place for some wild sex? How about them apples?"
0: Yeah, that's, like, kind of, that's kind of a, kind of a Goodwill Hunting reference. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Was the that in the movie? character goes to the snooty Harvard guy? He goes, "I got a number." How about them apples?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, that was pretty funny. We could probably do a whole podcast on pickup lines. Worst pickup lines ever. Did you, as a, as a guy, have you ever gotten cheesy pickup lines from girls or is that just a dude thing?
0: That's a dude thing. Totally. Once again, I have to remind most of the women, it's like, even though they're in their 40s or 50s or 60s most men are idiots <laughs> <laughs> true story it's like just try just trying just trying to keep their mind on again it depends what you want if if, if but if you're on you know an online dating site and and you've put long term relationship and in everything that you write down is oriented towards, you know, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. It's like, if they can't keep the train on those tracks for more than a few messages before wanting your phone number, sending you a dick pic, it's just like, that is, that is a relationship train wreck ready to happen.
1: Doesn't it make you wonder what, why would they think, that that is attractive to a woman. It's like it's like mm, dating somebody who's an alcoholic, or your significant other is an alcoholic, and they're hammered, you're sober, and they're all over you. And it's like, oh my like, gosh, this is disgusting. Yeah. one of
0: one of the creepiest things recently was a, my friend Annie Piper Lou, who's in Florida, and she's. She's probably in her 40s. Very cute. Starting to get a little bit of a, an online following, you know? Uh-huh. And one day she came home and there were flowers from a fan.
1: Ooh. And
0: she, got, and she's like, this is kind of creeping me out. Because it's not <laughs> like, it's like she doesn't put her last name anywhere. And so someone figured out who she is and where she lives.
1: Oh my ki- my girlfriends from high school always give me the hardest time about this. I used to play the alto saxophone in up through ninth grade. And you did? I did. I did. I was actually quite good, first chair. Um, but anyway, I came into the band room one time to get my sax, and I open up the case, and there's a red red rose inside. And it was from one of the one of the kids who also played sax. He was like a year younger than me. Hilarious. They still they still talk about the the red rose. I can't even remember what the guy's name was, but it was pretty funny. Anyway, well,
0: well, Charlie Charlie Parker played the alto alto sax.
1: Well, who's Charlie Parker?
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's a whole new story. <laughs> All right, go, next. Do you, have you ever heard oh, wait, of the, the jazz musician called Bird? Nope. Bird, Charlie Parker, New York, Miles Davis is in Juilliard. Oh, I Miles, know Miles Davis. Miles Davis <laughs> quits Juilliard, goes uptown, meets Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker takes him under his wing to be, you know, an amazing, great jazz musician. You know, teaches them how to teach them teaches them how to get hooked on heroin as well. But oh, great! Yeah, Charlie Parker is one of the probably the greatest alto sax player of all time.
1: Wow, I should know that. Yeah. All right, number four: know yourself before demanding attributes from others. Make sure you're not asking for more than you're willing to give. Are you writing that you want someone in a certain socio socioeconomic status, but in the same paragraph you demonstrate a lack of ambition and lack of discipline. It's difficult to demand standards from others if you don't have them for yourself. Don't gleefully write, I'm a princess and you must open the door for me and you will take me out to a five-star restaurant on our first date and then wonder why confident men steer away from you. The classiest thing a lady can do is simply expect high standards, not demand them. It's amazing how much this makes a difference in people's opinion of you. Consider asking a trusted friend, perhaps even a male friend, to check your online profile and see if they can guess the type of person you're trying to attract. If they can't, you might want to consider rewriting your profile or changing your photos so that there isn't a disconnection between what you think you're saying and what you're presenting to the world. Totally agree. Always a good idea to have somebody put a lay, uh, lay an eyes set of eyes on your profile.
0: Well, that's that's what we did when we went up to uh, the Century. You know, showed them. You pulled, you took my phone away from me and said, "Hey, I got we got to see your profile."
1: Yeah, that was pretty
0: funny. Yeah, I think you were more interested to see if I had the shirtless selfie
1: and the car pick. I think you did have a car pick. There was no, no I, don't bathroom, think
0: I, I don't think no I
1: bathroom selfie, and you weren't wearing your white cycling shorts.
0: This is true. I was only allowed to wear white... I, I wear my white cycling shorts when I ride by myself at night.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, go ahead.
0: Next. Yeah. Uh, no, for, this is a no-brainer. Never lie on your profile. Do not put up photos from 50 pounds ago. Do not say you don't have any kids. If you do, do not gush that you love heavy metal when you really don't. Do not say you like long walks in the park if you're actually allergic to pollen. Just don't do it. So, yeah, that was actually one of the things that attracted me to uh, Mary's profile. She had, a, she had a reference to a band that I hadn't heard of since high school. Really? Yeah, she was like uh, drive, driving down the coast uh, blaring Molly Hatchet.
1: Oh, that's right. You did mention that before. Oh my god! I was like, I was terrifying. like Molly
0: Hatchet. It's like, my <laughs> god, I haven't heard that in like high, since high school.
1: We used to have a nickname. There was a guy in college. We always used to name the people in the dining hall. <laughs> and there was there was a guy that we used to call Molly Hatchet. I think
0: um, they, I think well they, I think they're like a Southern rock band.
1: I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I, I did not know. Anyway, all right.
0: Yes, don't lie. Don't don't put don't don't over-Photoshop your photos. What you know, I understand just... is
1: why would you lie about the activities that you like to do? Because if somebody sees that, they're going to be like, hey, let's uh, go let's ride go. A, a century on... Uh, that'd, be, that'd be a long first date if you didn't like the person. Um, well, no. The,
0: the, in, in Southern California, yeah. it is mandated by law. Gavin Newsom has said every female profile over 40 must have hiking in it (laughs) it's like i swear every online profile i read has hiking in it
1: when in reality they mean walking
0: (laughs) they mean walking on the strand (laughs) and it it fall it falls in that category of wish listing
1: yeah right
0: you know don't wish list things like Man, I'd love to do like if you don't know what SUP is, and then you look it up and go, "Oh, stand up paddleboarding." Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Don't yeah. Say I'll put you that do. on my yeah. I'll put so, on
1: my list, and hopefully the date will take me. That would be hopefully the date will take
0: me. Or worse, you know, you keep falling off the paddleboard.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, and it's like it ends up being a long day.
1: Absolutely.
0: I made the mistake one time. One time. I accidentally sent, uh, I, I curate who I invite to uh, my bike ride. So, you know, cause I, ha- I have a deep friends list, but you know, I'll send, I'll send the invite for different bike rides. to like, I don't know, 150, 200 people. One time I accidentally sent the list to my entire friends list. Oh, <laughs> you know, and I was like, and then I get, I get a message back from this gal who she's been like wanting to come on the ride, but she hasn't ridden in years.
1: Oh gosh. And
0: so, and I I kept saying to her, I go, are you sure that you can do 25 miles? And she's like, oh yeah, I can do it. You know, I. oh, five years ago I used to do triathlons, you know, and it's like, yeah, but five years is a long time.
1: Although I gotta tell you, I think if I hadn't ridden in, uh several years i could probably go out and do 25 miles
0: well no this one ended up being poppy ended up ended up babysitting her and then they ended up they ended up turning back really early i mean like the rock instead of 25 miles they did like 15 miles oh that's so so they turned back early and then so i'm figuring okay they're they're already back to the start point And then all of a sudden I'm coming up like one of the last few streets. So we got like two miles to go and I, and I see these two lights up ahead and I go, Oh no, that can't be them. And so sure enough, and she's, you know, she's riding about five miles an hour. Oh gosh. And then Poppy tells me, Hey, she's in trouble. And I go, what's going on? He goes, she's already crashed like two times. Oh my
1: gosh. So she crashed?
0: This, yeah, she crashed, she fell off her bike. And then, so we get to this last hill and it's a steep hill and I look back and she crashed on the hill. So then I go back and I help her and I say, you know, Hey, just, just walk, just walk to the top. And then, so the, the end of the ride is near a busy freeway on and off ramp. And so me and Poppy are waiting for her cause she missed the signal. And we're standing there, and I look across, and she falls again. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So she crashed, like, four or five times. That's crazy. So then, Yeah, then I go up to her, and I say, like, Carol, listen to me. I need you to walk to that signal, and I need you to hit the button, and then I need you to walk across to the center where we, we left from. And she's like, "Why don't I just ride?" I go, "Because right now I'm terrified. You're gonna crash in the middle of baseline, and someone's gonna run you over."
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, it was it was bad, and so that was someone who wish list. It's like, you know, if if you haven't been hiking in a long time, make it a nice, easy three mile hike. A three mile hike, and like a Jamba Juice or something. <laughs> like, don't 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 over. <laughs> It's like when I get these these long hikes from Helen. You know, oh, how long How long is the hike? Oh, it's 17 miles. I'm out, I'm yeah. out. Yeah, I, I'm not doing no 17 mile hike.
1: Yeah, yeah well, I,
0: my knees can't take it.
1: Yeah, well that's good though that, that you
0: know that or notice that. Yeah.
1: All right, let's move on. <clears throat> Number six, recognize online dating is hard for both men and women. <clears throat> On many sites, some women just have to put up one photo and they'll receive 100 messages in one hour. This is mind boggling. Men have to work a little harder to be on the receiving end of pursuit. Thus, men are dealing with online dating rejection every single day, as the odds of their receiving a response are lower than yours. With 100 messages a day, how are you possibly going to sort through all of these? Your mind will eventually figure out shortcuts, who put effort into their profile, who has a photo you like, who used humor in their profile, or who seems confident. While at first it may feel flattering to get so many messages and likes, don't let it go to your head. Stay authentic and true to your values and your character and use the same clues in assessing their profile that you would if you met them in real life. Yeah, you know, the other thing you can do is just add more filters. <clears throat> oh, sorry Uh-oh. about
0: that. I've I, I had a cough. Um, the, here's the thing. <laughs> The filters don't work both ways. What do you mean? mean, You can filter yours down to an age demographic and a distance. But if they have theirs wide, meaning, hey, I want to see someone from 35 to 65. It's like they'll still pull you in that feed. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why sometimes when you get. I talked about this before. My friend Ellie, who lives up in the mountains. You know, she's, she's in her 50s, but she doesn't look it. I mean, she's like a mountain girl. Looks, I mean, And she was getting 50 messages a day. And yeah. it was just, and she got so overwhelmed in the matter of about a, a week or two. She was, and she, and she couldn't, she was getting so many new messages, she couldn't find the conversations with the people she wanted to talk to. And then she just, she just quit.
1: Well, you know what? The nice thing, like I was saying about, Southern California versus Pennsylvania, there's a way bigger pool. There's Massive
0: lot,
1: Yeah, especially at the beach. Oh, so, yeah.
0: Apparently in the mountains too.
1: And I remember um, I was visiting and this was, <laughs> this was when I first found out my ex was seeing his girlfriend. Um, who, by the way, was is my what? is my is my angel. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Um, was was
0: was was he the girlfriend why you got where you're still married?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. okay. No, don't don't feel bad. It's it's a blessing.
0: Oh no, it, so, it it is.
1: So anyway, I uh shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Um yeah. The hell were we just talking about? This is bad. This is yoga plus menopause.
0: <laughs> yoga plus menopause.
1: You're going to have to edit that out. I had something really legitimate to say, too. You,
0: you had something preloaded.
1: Yeah, I did. I, I might have. Well, to... you said
0: you're. you're oh, a...
1: I know what it was. It's coming back to me. So I came out here to visit my daughter and I set up a profile for myself on Match. And. I I guess because when I set it up, I was out here. Um, all the the guys that were coming up were in Southern California, and I was like, sense. "Oh, gene pool, pretty nice out here."
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, you, so you saw that the, the the pickings were pretty good. Well,
1: first of all, a heck of a lot more to pick from, and second of all, yeah, I would say better good looking guys, maybe not better, better looking guys than back East. Hopefully, not, hopefully none of my back East dates are on here listening.
0: So, so um, you're saying the eye candy was uh possibly snackable.
1: Gee, it was definitely more snackable here. Plus okay. there was, there was a heck of a lot more to choose from.
0: Well, of course, you know, we're so. in, You know, but that's, that's good though.
1: Dense population out here. Dense
0: population. Okay. Number Number seven, seven. recognize setups. If a guy reaches out to you to tease you
1: or challenge
0: you, I bet you're the type of girl who would never walk away right now. This is a huge red flag. You do not have to prove anything to him. Only a stranger with bad intentions would want to make you feel defensive or that you have to prove anything. If someone said this to your face, how would that make you feel? Delete his message and move on. Same with inappropriate or vulgar unwanted messages. Don't even bother responding with a reaction because that is what they're looking for. Block or report the person and focus on positive interactions. I would also say block them. Don't worry about reporting them, because especially women, because you're going to have guys that are in, on these dating sites playing that numbers game. And that numbers yeah. game is if i send uh if I send a thing that hey i happen to be I happen to be at the, the hotel X for the week, you know why don't we get together
1: yeah, right yeah. If somebody's <laughs> somebody's bound to be asking for a boonie call
0: so you know someone <laughs> might respond, but he's just playing that numbers game, just delete and move on
1: absolutely if
0: that's if not that, you know if that's not what you're looking for
1: agree. All right, but. view online dating as a marathon, not a sprint. Unless you get incredibly lucky, you're not going to hit off, hit it, hit it off yeah. with the first person you meet and live happily ever after. You need to be prepared for a series of interesting first dates before you find yourself moving on to that one special person. Like I said, number Yeah, totally.
0: True. Number right. nine. Actually, you know, marathon, not sprint, but still only sign up for one month, maybe three at the most. <laughs> Don't do the six month, one year, Michelle, like long term commitment on match.
1: Well, hey, you and I would have never matched if I hadn't done that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were one of my suggestions. That was, which is funny.
1: Oh, that is yeah, funny. but
0: I would already met you.
1: That's right. Kind of crazy. And then I,
0: it, I actually told you to change your photo.
1: You actually did.
0: Yeah, I said the other photo is right. better.
1: <laughs> All right. So. Experiment with different dating websites. I'm not going to name the different dating websites, as every generation seems to have a new app or favorite website. But just know that each site seems to have its individual culture in terms of demographics. Emphasis on serious relationship, ways of interacting, and so forth. Don't expect to have the same results with each website. You may have to experiment a bit. For instance, some are definitely a bit more marriage-oriented, while others feature more casual encounters. Also, I online dated in two different states, and although I was using the same website, I found the quality of men and the experience to be quite different on that same website. Given certain sites, a second chance if you move to a new city or ask your friends what they've used that they like. Yeah. Well, that's the experience you had. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, I, and it's true. I mean, if, if you're going to use a match or a Zeus or, you know, if you're going to put the time and energy into like an e-harmony. Um, one that I like a lot is our time, you know, because you can. That's
1: for older people, right?
0: Uh, our time. Yes. Our time is for over 50 um, yeah, okay, my... okay, Cupid. Okay. If if you, you if you go to our time, and you are an active person, you need to be extremely upfront about it, because there's some people that are just not active in the fifties and sixties.
1: <laughs> Couch potato.
0: No, they're, they're into crocheting. You know.
1: Oh, that would kill me.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's go uh, on
1: ten. Don't take mismatches personally. Some women may come home after every coffee date and sulk on the couch. Oh, wait. I took your turn. Uh, that's okay. okay. I'll keep going. <laughs> I'll never meet anyone. When you bring this attitude to the table, you bring negativity and bad energy to the process, and you're also putting on a desperate vibe, which means you will not attract the best candidates. Once you start complaining about your dates, you've begun to look at dating as a combat- combative as combative. A negative experience, which will affect your judgment. I'm telling it to you straight. Desperation is not attractive, hell to the yeah. Be classy, acknowledge that not everyone has chemistry with each other. Bless and release, I like it. And move on to the next date, bless and release.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Absolutely, you know, it's just, you know, I think, I, I go back to that. I go back to those, those primal feelings that we have. And regardless of how eloquent someone's profile is, I think that primal, that intuitive nature of when you look at someone's photographs, yeah, it's like, that is, that is the key to the door. It's right. like, if yeah. if you find those photos attractive, and then they're smart enough to put, you know, a half a dozen or themselves. more photos that paint a picture for you, right? Even better, you know. Agreed. It's I think what was it? You had like 19 photos on Match, and I, I think I had 18 or something like that. And but but if you go, if you actually spend the time to go through all the photos, it paints a narrative for someone. Yeah. And once you get past the photos, you get you get to the profile, and you start reading, and if something in there piques your interest. That, that's what really puts you over the top.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: So. All right, a, move on The next, the next one, one I'm a firm believer in. Uh, or take a break. During my first online dating foray, I thought I had it down. Then I scheduled three coffee meetups in the same day. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> this wasn't as exhausting as it sounds. Looking back on it, this wasn't the smartest move for an introvert anyway. But having three different blind dates on the same day made me realize I wanted to take a step back and not be out there so much. Step back and take a break every so often. Often you can temporarily disable your profile so you don't continue to get messages in your absence.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I'll tell you what, I was on Facebook dating, dating for a while. Um, kind of a hilarious story. I wound up meeting cause you know, you can see if somebody you match with, um, has a mutual friend. So a guy guy I went to high school with, um, was a friend of this guy that lived in Studio City.
0: So did you ask him like, Hey, how do you know this guy?
1: Yeah, I did. And it turned out they were football buddies, um, from Penn and were like super tight back then. But I, I felt like the dude was the total player. And, um, so anyway, I call my friend and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're never going to know who, who I matched with on uh, Facebook dating. And the guy from studio city was pissed that I called his buddy. He's like, I don't want anybody in my business. I'm like, who the hell cares? I guess that's the whole, um, former online, <coughs> dating, you know, is a, is a scary thing. But anyway, the whole thing with Facebook dating I could not figure out how to take myself down. Oh. So I kept getting these messages and notifications, and I'm like, ah, oh, how do I get this off? So I eventually that's did it, but it was kind of interesting to see. Not, It didn't happen so much out here. That was kind of shocking, actually, that I matched with somebody that had a friend from back east. Um, but it did happen when I was living back east quite quite a lot. So yep. anyway, taking a break, I didn't realize that you could
0: take a break. Take, that's, the, that's why I'm a firm believer in, in the one month, you know, take, do the one month, go at it kind of rigorously. If you're looking for something serious, uh, if you're just out there having fun and enjoying yourself, then just, just let it roll. But um, yeah. I'm a firm believer that after a month, I need to have at least a couple weeks of downtime where I don't even have to think about apps or messages or text messages or anything like that.
1: Well, you know it's funny. I told you how my daughter was making fun of me for paying for <laughs> Bumble.
0: Yeah, and you're then, the only one.
1: No, about a month ago, she goes, "Mom, I need to know your credit card information because we share an Apple account, so I can get Bumble Premium." Premium. I'm like, "Oh, no, the coup wants Bumble Premium?" You were making fun of me.
0: I think oh, the yeah. only thing that premium does is it shows you who's already swiped on your profile.
1: Yeah, I'm not even sure of the difference.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the only difference. Uh, Cupid premium is like that. It's like you can see all the people who swiped right on you. And then so it's not so random. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's always perplexing sometimes because sometimes the people who swipe... I don't know if I ever were told the story about the woman who lived like in the woods in Montana. Right. So, so this woman swipe, I did premium for a month. <laughs> it was like an extra 10 bucks. And so I decided to do premium on OkCupid. And then this woman was uh, technically, she said it LA, right? And so we started having a conversation back and forth. Then it turns out, oh no, I don't live in LA. I just said that because I live in the woods in Montana.
1: my gosh that's crazy i mean i'm I'm, I'm like
0: going i and then my general rule anytime someone you know fibs about their area by hundreds of miles is well there's not going to be any chance of us like just going out for a a quick coffee date
1: right
0: yeah but this woman was persistent she was just like you know you should fly up here we'll spend the weekend together and all i could think is she's like some crazy outdoors woods lady and I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be part of her, her winter skin suit or something.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, definitely. yeah,
0: I'm going to go to your cabin back in the woods. No yeah, way. No, now, but I,
1: I did have some people um from Illinois um from Vegas, from Arizona, from Colorado. I, I thought that was kind of crazy. I mean, how do you make that work?
0: You don't, know, yeah, I guess so. All and, right, be safe. Anytime, anytime it's a long distance, <clears throat> I always feel like there's a scam being perpetrated. And the scam being perpetrated is this. You know, they live in, oh, I live in Phoenix. Well, that's not that far. <clears throat> you know, we could fly back and forth. had right, my cousin like- met
1: his wife. He lived in Delaware, and she lived in NorCal.
0: And, I, uh, see, I don't even know how that works.
1: Well, he moved.
0: Well, there you go.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> all right. Be safe. I never let anyone pick me up at my house for a first date, and I always told a friend when I was on a first date, even if it was just coffee. The first time my now boyfriend came over to my house, I texted my friend and asked her to check up with check up on me in a few hours. It's just always good to let people know your whereabouts when you're hanging out with strangers.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely is right.
0: If and uh, if they're insistent upon you meeting at your house, red that flag. is a massive red flag. If it's I'm a so guy it picking it. up a woman. yeah. Your, your first couple encounters should be mutually location. I don't know, somewhere in between both of you yep. or some, uh, like a downtown area uh, that has a fair amount of foot traffic. You know, there's a, there's a place for everyone to meet and and be seen, it's and it's like and if someone's super insistent on knowing where you live, yeah,
1: that's
0: ah, really I, it, I, it creeps you out. Or
1: that's dirty John material. Dirty John.
0: Or if you have a unique last name,
1: yeah,
0: like like your name is Susan and your last name is an odd last name, do not ever give them your last name. Yeah. Because there's so many different websites that utilize census data that it's not hard if you have a unique name for them to figure out where you live. Right. Like, if I put my name in because my last name is so unique, I can see the last five places I've lived. Yeah. With phone numbers that were relevant at that time and just who my neighbors were. And it's just, it's kind of terrifying yeah, how much information is available online. I agree. And I think we're going to lose you. Yep. I'm going to start like number it. 13. All right. Okay. 13, be honest about your end goal. Be honest with yourself about what you're looking for and make sure you're using the appropriate website. All, oh, Michelle's back. She knows how to do that. Well, Okay. Also, you need to make sure you know what type of man you're looking for. Again, these are for women. Then if his internet profile gives you even the hint of something else to the contrary, do not contact him. I repeat, do not contact him. If you're looking for a significant relationship with someone who doesn't drink, for example, do not reach out to someone who has a photo of them with a beer bottle in their hand, no matter how good looking they are. You cannot change anyone, and you're only setting yourself up for disappointment later. Many times... When people complain about mismatches during their online dating adventures, you can generally discern that there were hints of a potential mismatch from the very beginning. I agree with that.
1: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: Completely agree with that. Yep. You know, listen, listen to those cues. You know that they're talking about if they're, you know, if if their Sundays are hanging out at the bar with their buds, drinking beer. That's. That's who they're going to be. You're not or, you're not going to pry them out of what is their norm.
1: Can't change a tiger's stripes.
0: No, I think after 40, I think it's extremely difficult <clears throat> to change anyone.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and that shouldn't be the end game anyway. I mean, if you're not compatible, you're not compatible, move on to the next one. Next. Agreed. All right, keep an eye in mind, this is the last one. Sometimes you have to recognize what is a big rule, the deal breakers, and what is a little rule. you just trying to maintain control over a scary process. When I met my now boyfriend, I actually broke most of my own smaller rules. I gave him my telephone number after one message online, met up late at night for our first date. I kissed him on the first date. All things I'd refuse to do for many other men who contacted me. Four years later, he's the most inspiring, supportive, motivated, and ambitious person I know. Sometimes I even forget we met on the internet. It's fine to have ground rules as an emotional support, but as long as you're safe and legal, don't forget to follow your heart as well. Yeah, there was probably some serious chemistry there.
0: I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah. They, they, you know, they, were, they both uh, were very attracted to each other.
1: Yeah, you can but there's have nothing wrong with
0: that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you meet someone and, and it's just, uh, you know, quote unquote, you, you feel you feel the fireworks.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, it's like that. That's why I'm always I'm always curious when people are dating like a few people at the same time, and it's like I don't I don't think when you do that, you actually give that one person an exclusive opportunity to kind of ex- show that to you. 'Cause you're always you're always thinking of oh the grass is greener. You yeah. know, oh yeah, he's a good guy, but man, that that other guy is like, oh he does this and this and this. And it's like and so I think when you have when you, you get a few dates in, it's like think about being a little more exclusive with that person and then right. allow that person to reveal his true self to you versus you know, having two or three irons in the fire and never really giving any of them an opportunity. <laughs> What's that? Cushioning. Cushioning.
1: Padding your dating life.
0: Padding your dating life. For I think sure. I think there was a lot of cushioning during COVID because people were just online uh, just talking with each other. Yeah. You no, know, it's like, I don't... I mean, even though I know there's people who were dating during COVID it's like, I don't necessarily think that that was the norm. I think a lot of people kind of got scared off from online dating during COVID rightfully. So. Yeah. So, I mean, I took my profiles down for a long time, you know, I started doing things a little more solo, you know, and just, uh, and now that we're kind of, you know, on the other side of it, it's, uh, Hopefully, hopefully things are better out there for everyone. Yeah. True that. But we actually got through them
1: all. Woo! Yeah. Amazing. But I am ready to jump in the shower and my sister is not responding to me. So my guess is that she... Maybe she's
0: on a date.
1: She's either on a date, but I think she had an interview tomorrow. So I really think that she's probably asleep. And she probably
0: Is she she on the East
1: Coast? She's on the East Coast, yeah.
0: Well, let me know if you get in touch with her. I actually have a funny story. I was Good. I was telling uh, Mary earlier. So so one time uh, I decided to meet someone at the Nordstrom's cafe, which you know Nordstrom's have have these nice little cafes and you yeah, know, they I have, love
1: the Nordstrom cafe. Yeah, they
0: have sandwiches and soups and you know, and it's like okay, cool. I like I love Nordstrom's. And when we got there, we sat kind of at the back of the restaurant. No big deal, But she was looking towards the front door. And I noticed that she kept looking around me. Like she kept like moving to the side to side, looking around me. And at some point it got kind of annoying. And I go, I go, are are you expecting someone to show up? I go, I noticed that she keeps like looking around me. And she goes, She goes, Well, um, I, I just, I just want to be sure that no one from my church comes in, uh-huh. which I thought was weird. Yeah. And she already had kind of a, a nervous vibe about her. <clears throat> then the first thing I asked her was I go, are you still married? And mm-hmm. nervously she said like, no, I'm not, I'm not married. I'm, you know, I'm divorced. And I was like, then why does it matter if two people are in the back of a cafe having lunch? And so, and so that kind of goes into body language and cues from people. It's like, tell you a different tale. Honestly, I think that woman was married.
1: Probably.
0: Because it's like, why would you care? Why would you care about someone from your church seeing you at Nordstrom's in Montclair when you live 15 miles away? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for like, sure. Yeah, they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing. So let's take that into today's online dating. If if you if you meet someone and there's something just off about them or nervous or you know they they kind of ha- their heads kind of on a swivel, <laughs> like, don't be afraid to ask them. Like, hey, is everything okay? It's like because sometimes people are out there online where they're not supposed to be.
1: Yeah, crazy. Hey, they're
0: they're they're dating someone already. They're in an exclusive relationship. They're engaged. They're married, or or it may even be that they're they're separated and and haven't been divorced yet. So it's like listen, listen to your gut instinct when it yeah. tells you, hey, something's <clears throat> not quite right here.
1: So my ex husband's best friend was out at a bar. With his now girlfriend, then girlfriend, um, who I knew from, you know, it's a freaking small world back in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> and my daughter was working at this restaurant at the time as a hostess. And she she gets home from her job and she goes, hey, mom, I saw Stan with Mrs. High. What? And, yeah. And I'm like, oh, interesting so i had actually worked with her husband and that was just slightly awkward
0: oh my goodness
1: oh daisy's giving me the paw she's ready to go out
0: she's ready to go out for the the paw. paw. yes okay. she's
1: gonna be barking so- shortly
0: so are we gonna <laughs> go back to our regular schedule on monday
1: Yes, let's go back to our regularly scheduled time.
0: Monday the 6th, we're going to be back approximately 5.30 to 6 p.m. is when we go live on Wisdom. But uh, we also have our podcast at all the different podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher. Uh, It's under the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. And... I'm going to start posting more links on our page so that if people want to you know, go out and, and check out some of our previous episodes that weren't done here on Wisdom, most of our podcasts have been done on the Wisdom platform, but on some where we had three or four people, uh, we did those through the Anchor application. And so, and so those are posted on the different podcasting platforms and not here on Anchor.
1: Yes, so have you had any the the uh the dating challenge. <clears throat> excuse me the dating challenge will definitely be happening on um, not on wisdom so
0: yeah have you had any more consideration about doing your menopause uh podcast
1: yeah so I'm in the middle of this coaching mastermind program and I just started a sprint, and what he said today was... Um, you know, focus on these things. Um, don't worry about a podcast, but I don't know, I might do it. So I do trainings in my Facebook group, um, which is called (laughs) menopause mastery, um, fat loss and fit tips. And on Tuesday nights, I do 4 PM Eastern or I'm sorry, 4 PM Pacific, 7 PM Eastern So I may just kind of think about editing them and uploading them to a podcast format um, before I start going live on wisdom, just a lot between this and trying to do that sprint. So I don't want to spread myself too thin. Um, I got a big eight weeks coming up, which is going to be really focused on, um, you know, getting more attention, um, for menopausal women or, uh, making, making myself known, um, since I specialize in that.
0: I noticed that here on the wisdom app, there is a sub, there is one of the sub platforms that's a menopause and there's, there's only one person who really posts in there.
1: I know I got to get on it. I have a profile set up and I am ready to rock and roll.
0: I think um, you, need to, you need to bite the bullet and do it. I, I think that I think that people interested in that kind of a podcast, I might surprise you. And it's one of those things you never know. You never know till you do it.
1: True that. I just want to make sure that I'm consistent and I do it right. You know.
0: Agreed. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, are we done? We're done. Oh my goodness! We actually Let's finished in on. a reasonable amount of time. Yes. Let me know if you're able to get a hold of your sister. Or or maybe she's on a date.
1: No, it is currently 1036 in Pennsylvania. (laughs) And actually, she is normally awake. But I know she has an interview tomorrow that she probably wanted to get a good night's rest and Um, I texted her at 619 our time and I haven't heard from her yet. So
0: if anyone out there on the wisdom community, you know, wants to send us a message, you can send it either through this app, or if you find our podcast on a different platforms, I think you can send a message that way as well. We are, we do have a Facebook group uh, called the, what he said, she said podcast. If you Request to come into the group. We don't have a litany of questions you have to answer. If you just request it, we let you in. And so it's a small group, you know. And we just kind of post when we're getting ready to go live and and things of that nature.
1: Absolutely.
0: But uh, have a good evening, Michelle.
1: All right. And, you too, Eric. Uh,
0: and if uh, I don't talk to you later tonight, then it will be on Monday.
1: All right. Sounds good. Okay. Have a good night. Peace you too. out.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Good night, everyone out there. Hello, podcast community. That was episode 18, the essential online dating tips for women. We specifically target women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s for this podcast. Unfortunately, Michelle's sister was unavailable, so episode 19 with her will have to wait. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And please look for us on all the different podcasting channels, Apple, Stitcher, audible spotify as well as a host of others you can find us under the what he said she said podcast with eric and michelle and do not forget our facebook group and under the same name and just ask to be invited and we will let you in and i hope everyone is having a fantastic weekend
1: hi my name is michelle i'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach I've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my R3 method with personal training in 2020. I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and post-menopause. Until perimenopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female. Focusing on all areas of health, a long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone. Restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle with one L. M Fitness or go to my website at www.mfitnessforlife.com